Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. News Radio 1360 KKTX. This is Lago in the Morning. And your guest host, Dr. Keith Rose. Good morning. This is Dr. Keith Rosen for a recovering Jim Lago on 1360 KK, uh, 1360 KKTX. It's early this morning, Brian. I uh, recovering from a slight food coma yesterday on Easter and um, Brian's on the con. Those of you that thought Jim was going to be here. I did too. Jim is doing fine to put all rumors to rest. Jim is recovering completely. Jim would be here if his doctor would have let him go. Right, Brian? He would. I think I think Jim is probably. Yeah, he sent me a pretty angry text Friday afternoon. So saying, yeah, about how much he was mad at the doctors. But yeah, yeah. He, those pesky doctors. They just look. We love Jim. No one can take Jim's place. No one would even try to take Jim's place. Jim will be back. I'm glad he's getting some. He's on a forced rest right now. Unlike a forced march in the military where they make you go a long distance, Jim's on a forced rest. So. um I guess, I don't know if Pam paid off the doctor to keep him resting a little while longer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's, he's resting. He will be back. My understanding is he will be back on the 30th now is the official return of Lago date. We've got a lot to talk about today. There's a lot going on. There was a lot in the news over the weekend. I want to start out with something that was a, a real tragedy over the weekend, though, because as everyone knows, yesterday was Easter. Yesterday was the day Christians celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's a big deal. I'm a Christian. Easter's resurrection day to me. It's not about the bunnies. It's not about the chocolate bunnies. It's not about the colored eggs. It's about the fact that um, our Lord and Savior, the way I believe, rose again. And a lot of uh, supported really well. Libraries around the world, a lot of evidence. But... What was a tragedy yesterday was some folks, when they were going to church in other parts of the world, or actually Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka went to church and, and the church blew up. Not only the church, there were several other areas that were attacked. And looking at Breitbart this morning, it kind of broke it down pretty clearly. Sri Lanka blasts, radical Islamist terrorists blamed for Easter blasts. There were over six explosions attacking people that were worshiping or going to worship done by radical Islamic terrorists. Now these aren't the Muslims, the good Muslims that are going to worship at their mosque. Don't get the two confused because there is a difference. Now these are the radical Islamists, the bad guys. They're still out there. They didn't attack these folks last week, week before. Now they attacked them on Easter because they don't believe 
that anyone should have rest. Anyone should have worship unless they worship who the Islamists worship, the radical Islamists. Now, I have a lot of Muslim friends and they don't believe that at all. They respect my Christianity. I respect their Islam. But these folks, the radicals decided, no, that wasn't enough. We want to cause something. And they did it in Sri Lanka, maybe because there's more lax security there. I haven't had a chance to really dig into this. But the bottom line is they did it. Terrorism is still alive and well and out there. There are still people out there that do not respect other people's views. And they don't respect them so much. And they are so twisted and they are so far off the radar that they are willing to actually destroy and kill others just to prove a point that they and they alone are correct. That's a kind of a harsh way to start out the show this morning, but I just wanted to um, ask you to keep those folks in Sri Lanka in your prayers, the families of those that that passed away, that were injured, folks that are passed, the believers that are passed as a Christian, I, I, I know they're in heaven, but the the folks that are left behind, those are the ones that have to deal with the real tragedy. And so please pray for those families that are in Sri Lanka. And as more information comes out, I'll let you know. But I didn't jump, didn't want to jump into this till there was actually a, an identifier placed on the people that did it because I don't want to be one of those fake news people that jump out and say, hey, something happened that didn't happen that way. But these coordinated attacks were done by Islamist terrorists. And um, that's still a problem. I'll tell you what's not a problem is the fact that we have a wonderful president and President Trump. President Trump, as you know, was on the recipient end of a two-volume report called the Mueller Report, Mueller Report, whatever the guy calls himself now. And Mr. Mueller decided, you know what, I've got to write a report because there, he was appointed special counsel because there was a question of questionable, and I use that double for a reason, Russia collusion now, as the time as time went on and as we got down to the details and watched Mueller investigate, everyone knew there was no Russian collusion. As more and more information came out, what we did realize was that this entire narrative, this entire investigation was set off by a dossier that was created from whole cloth by operatives in the Obama and Clinton administration with aid from the intelligence services the intelligence services at the highest levels not the rank and file not the guys that are doing the work every day but the folks that decided you know what we don't accept this election because queen hillary should have won and we need to do something about it because we're supposed to take care of the people of america because we know what's best for the usa i mean don't let the constitution get in the way let's just go ahead and create something so they created a dossier that was used to get a FISA warrant to spy on a gentleman named Carter Page. And then using that and phone treeing out to other people, they were there to create havoc in this administration. And at the end of two years, at the end of $35 million done by 16 plus partisan hacks, not one person that anyone could look at and go, this guy is probably objective, but don't let that get in the way. At the end of all this time, what did they find? Nada, nothing. Zilch, but that wasn't that wasn't the plan. That wasn't the whole reason this investigation happened. But this travesty came out in two volumes, volume one 
and Volume 2. Volume 1 showed no collusion. Volume 1, written by Mueller and his team, was very detailed in the fact that it did show no Russian collusion. It was supported by legal president. It was actually written fairly well and laid out the entire non-case saying there was no Russian collusion. But that wasn't the reason that there was an investigation in the first place, because you had to have volume two. Now, volume two could be titled um, Mueller's Fantasy Without Any Precedent. Volume two would never be written by a serious person. Volume two was the whimsical thoughts of Robert Mueller to throw out the right words, to craft the right sentences, to craft a roadmap for impeachment. Why do I say that? Because I've been saying that for over two years. I was saying that when they were talking about appointing a special counsel. I said at the beginning, this will be a fig leaf for impeachment. Well, why would Mueller do this? Why would he want to, why would he want to write in such a way that someone would want to impeach our president? Well, he really couldn't. There's really nothing in there that would, that a serious person reading through it. And in full disclosure, I'm reading through it. I'm not done with it yet, but I'm reading through it. And they want to impeach this president. There is nothing in there that says President Trump did anything wrong, but they are now into the mind of President Trump, taking small actions like he got upset. He thought about telling them to fire Mueller. He didn't do it. He didn't tell anyone to fire Mueller because I can guarantee if the president of the United States orders someone to fire someone, they're either going to resign and protest or they're going to follow instructions because that's how the chain of command works. But no one did that. No. They just wanted a fig leaf. They just wanted to blow a bunch of smoke and mirror. They wanted to blow a bunch of smoke, make you look in the mirror, build a straw man and say, hey, look, we've got to impeach this president. He's out of control. Well, we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about what's actually happening. We're going to talk about presidents that have actually been out of control. We're going to talk about presidents that actually have done things that if the American public had known at the time would have shocked the conscience of this nation. This president isn't that person. And this report vindicates him. What this report also does is it throws out enough buzzwords for the useful idiots in Congress on both sides of the aisle, hat tip Mitt Romney, to say things to impede this presidency, to create the conditions to have a trial for impeachment. This president will never be impeached. The only thing they want to do is make his presidency irrelevant. And what that does is it makes your vote irrelevant because 63 plus million people voted for our current duly elected president, President Trump. Hashtag, I stand with my president. And in this show, I'm going to tell you why. This is Dr. Keith Rosen for Jim Lago on 1360 KKTX. News Radio 1360 KKTX. Back to Lago in the Morning with guest host, Dr. Keith Rose. Welcome back. This is Keith Rose in for Jim Lago on 1360 KKTX. Questions, comments, have anything to get off your chest? Give us a call. 361-560-5589. 361-560-KKTX. I'm going to jump right into it this morning. I was talking to you about the Mueller report, the Mueller report, whatever you want to call it or whatever he calls himself. Mueller has decided that he's going to write. He wrote a report. He 
got his guys together, two years, $35 million, and he came out with two volumes. The first volume says there was no collusion. The, sex vo- ne- the next volume was basically a roadmap for anyone who wants to just go out there and wail on our president and his administration. It doesn't say anything of substance. It doesn't say anything that would stand up in the court of law. In fact, it should not even have been written because prosecutors are not supposed to write their thoughts. They're not supposed to write things and publish them that haven't been challenged. But this prosecutor did because Mueller, he knows what's best. And we're going to get into this. We're going to understand why he did what he did. And if you go on, there's some a great article um, or well, there's several great articles that, that talk about this. And we're going to get into one at the bottom of the hour when we can start and have a little more time. Talk when the interviews Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz really goes after Mueller and he lays out the case on obstruction and how it should never be. Now, Alan Dershowitz is not this paragon of conservative virtue. No, Alan Dershowitz is a liberal Harvard lawyer. But I will tell you, he is someone that, that always has shown, in my, in my view, someone that has integrity, someone that stands up for the rule of law and calls balls and strikes fairly consistently. But we really, to understand what Dershowitz is saying, I think we need to give all of this some context. And the context is, I think we are currently in what I would call a cold civil war. What do I mean by that? I'll tell you, as a student of history and experience, I'd, I look back over the past 34 years. Now, I'm 54, so I'm going to give myself a little pass. First 20, I wasn't paying attention much. But over the past 34 years, I will tell you from my university years to my current station in life, I've had a front row seat in the slow fade of our liberty and freedoms. Not from a tyrannical dictator or king, but from the precipitous unraveling of our Constitution. Like a well-executed covert action, the fabric of this great nation has been slowly stretched and unraveled, setting the stage for our nation's greatest battle. We are at war, not the kinetic type seen in conflicts around the world, not against a foreign threat, Russia or China. No, that seeks to de- the destruction of our country. No, we're in a cold war that is fighting for the very existence of our republic. This asymmetrical conflict has been brewing for nearly a century with the slow, meticulous assault on our educational institutions, the ensured generational poverty, both economically and of ideas in our inner city, and the gradual usurping of our everyday freedoms due to a massive central government and administrative state that continues to seize liberties through onerous regulations and taxation. This slow metastasis has been nurtured, aided, and abetted by ideological progressives that are moving to subjugate the masses to an all-powerful central government or benevolent tyranny. The progressive leaders foist progressive laws upon an unsuspecting electorate disguised as benevolent actions. Hey, we're doing this for you. Designed to create a utopian steady state while they continue their tyrannical quest in the name of equality. Sound familiar? How did a young nation that defeated the most powerful military on earth, fought a civil war for true equality and freedom, and defeated a tyranny in Europe twice, lead the Industrial Revolution and continually is at the forefront of research and development, become anesthetized to the basic doctrine that is the foundation of our nation? 
Why do we elect self-serving representatives, local and national government that are hastening the decline of our republic? Can we reverse course? Can we defeat the greatest enemy our nation has ever known? The answer is clearly yes and clearly no. Yes, if the threat is identified, addressed, and countered at every move. No, if the American public continues to chase and believe a progressive narrative that is not supported by history, experience, or intellect, but is maintained by a sophistic by sophistic demigods and a Praetorian Guard media that are determined to drag this republic into the dustbin of history. The only way to defeat a progressive onslaught and restore a republic is to understand we are in a cold civil war. That's harsh, but it's true. We are in a cold civil war. And if anyone read about the Cold War... And that was really our time with communism. It kind of peaked in the 80s. Reagan was the reason that we won the Cold War. A Cold War is not a kinetic war, like I said. It's not something where everyone's going to get their tanks and their guns out and go toe-to-toe. No, a Cold War is done through propaganda. A Cold War is done through covert action, which is run by intelligence services, for the most part. And intelligence services are there for good or they should be in this country, not evil. And I will tell you, our intelligence services are there for good. But a few at the highest levels decided, you know what? We're in a cold civil war, so we're going to crank up the intelligence networks in this country, and we're going to use it to absorb a duly elected president, President Trump. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And what you're seeing as a result of that is in two volumes. One, volume one, 200 plus pages, no collusion. Volume two, ah, let's go with obstruction. Although there's nothing to support it. Just a bunch of he said, she said. The only way volume two survives, though, is a lifeline extended to it from a democratic media complex that is willing, that is a willing co-conspirator 
in the in run of our duly elected president and our constitution. Because none of this survives unless you have a complicit media. And the environment today that we are fighting in, metaphorically, has a complicit media that will do and say whatever it needs to to support a democratic narrative that says Trump bad, country bad, Democrats good. The problem is they have nothing to say. And if you don't believe in anything, as a lot of these radical Democrats don't have any true hard beliefs or convictions, you will fall for anything. And that's what they're doing. You don't hear them talking about how they're going to make the economy better, do you? They don't want to talk about the economy. Why? Because the economy is rocking. We're doing better than we ever have. Don't take my word for it. Look at your bank account. They don't want to talk about unemployment because it is at record low levels. They don't want to talk about employment because employment is through the roof. No, they want to talk about obstruction. But they're the ones that are obstructing. They're the ones that are attacking our freedoms. They're the ones that are attacking our vote. And that's why I stand with my president. This is Dr. Keith Rosen for Jim Lago on 1360 KKTX. News Radio 1360 KKTX. Your calls and comments. 560-5589. 560-KKTX. And now, back to your guest host on Lago in the Morning, Dr. Keith Rose. This is Dr. Keith Rose back for Jim Lago, who will be back on the 30th. Quick update on Jim. He is doing well. Jim would be back here today if the doctor would let him. So we're going to... And I'm a doctor. I guess we're blaming the doctor. So while one doctor holds Jim back, another doctor steps in. I'm going to support him till he can be back. I won't be here tomorrow, I don't believe, but I may be back some the rest of this week. I've got a busy schedule myself and a lot of surgeries, so um doing the best we can here. So welcome, and this is Dr. Keith Rose again, and for Jim Lago, 1360 KKTX. I know I'm supposed to say that, Brian. If you have any questions, comments, give us a call, 361-560-5589, 361-560-KKTX. And we're talking about a cold civil war. Not a hot war, not something that everyone's lining up shooting at each other, but a cold civil war. Why do I say that? Because a, a civil war, a cold war is something done by intelligence services. It's basically an information operation. It's a covert action. It's something designed to unseat the opposition quietly without violence through propaganda, through well-timed news releases. Now, when I throw something like that, when I throw that bomb into the room, I need to be able to support it. So the first person I'd like to go to to support this is a gentleman named Alan Dershowitz. Mr. Dershowitz is an attorney. He's not really known in conservative circles as a big, eloquent supporter of conservative principles and ideas. No, he's more of a liberal, but he is someone who supports the actual interpretation of the law through the Constitution. And I have a lot of respect for him. He was interviewed over the weekend by Fox News, and he kind of set up what I'm going to talk to you about today. Brian, you got cut one up. Go. What happened as the result of that is that, for example, CNN, which used to have me on all the time, on Anderson Cooper, on Como, on Lemon, as an analyst, as a centrist analyst. He's talking about him talking about the It's okay to have extreme Trump supporters because people just, 
use them as kind of stick figure exhibits. And then everybody else will do the, the, the narrative of CNN. What they didn't want was a centrist liberal who went against their narrative. So, But let me suddenly, jump in here. Do you know, you've said that the CNN president, Jeff Zucker, uh, yeah. essentially ordered you banned after you took these positions. But do you know that for a fact or is that a supposition? No, I do know that for a fact. I've been told that by several people within CNN. Okay, you can he cut. told me the opposite when I met him in the elevator. So Alan Dershowitz is on this show, and he starts out the interview by saying, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here to tell the truth, but no one wants to hear it. I've been banned from CNN, and I'm a liberal. He calls himself a centrist, and I think he's center left, but he, he was banned. Well, why was he banned? Well, the interview goes on, and it's a six-minute interview, so I'm not going to go through everything. But he talks about, and I have the article pulled up, and I actually have the interview from Fox News. This is Dershowitz speaking. He says, in my introduction, I show how Mueller got the law completely wrong on obstruction of justice, Dershowitz said. And I lay out what the law on obstruction is. And you cannot be charged with obstruction if you're the president and you simply exercise your constitutional authority to fire Comey or anyone else. I lay that out carefully. And the best president for that is George H.W. Bush, who pardoned Casper Weinberger and five other people on the eve of the trial. He's talking about back when George Bush, the first one, was president. He says the special prosecutor said he obstructed justice, but he couldn't be charged with it. And they never mentioned the Bush case in the Mueller report. Mueller was in the Bush administration. Barr was in the Bush administration, and they deliberately omit as a leading precedent, which would be preclude a president from being charged with obstruction for simply exercising his constitutional authority. That's Alan Dershowitz, the conservative icon, not, but a man that I believe has integrity and wants the law to be upheld and applied equally across the spectrum. You see that second volume that laid out a quasi case for obstruction, which saying, no, there was no obstruction here, but it could have been. He probably thought about it and taught and shows lots of interviews with lots of different people. None of it would have been accepted into a court of law because none of it had been challenged yet. It should have never been written. I've listened to so many legal scholars come out and just light that on fire. Now, I'm not an attorney. I don't even pretend to be one. But the ones that I have talked to said that is it is ridiculous. So Dershowitz comes out and says, you know, if you're going to write it, you should at least put in precedent. That's what they do when they cite legal theories, legal opinions, and they show the precedent. That's my understanding. Again, I didn't go to law school. And he says there actually is precedent. President Bush, George H.W. Bush, when he fired people and they said, well, it wasn't wrong because... He's a president fire anyone he wants. Now, President Trump didn't really go out and fire anyone other than Comey at Rod Rosenstein's recommendation. And as it's been shown, because time will reveal all the chinks in people's armor, has shown that Comey was an absolute clown, an embarrassment, a disgrace, an arrogant bag of CO2. That is probably the reason they're pushing the new Green Deal in the first place, because all he did was blow hot air. He is an embarrassment. He's an arrogant, unabashed embarrassment. And I'm glad President Trump fired him. But what he didn't, who President Trump didn't fire 
was a special counsel. He could have. He didn't. Now, they say he did talk about it, right? He said it for a second. He said it to one of his advisors. Yeah, and he retracted it. Now, I'm going to just jump out and say I'm, I'm going to guess this president is a human being. And I like to put context into the things I say. I like to pull people back into what I call reality. Imagine you're President Trump. And I spoke about this last week. Imagine you are on top of the world. You're married to a beautiful woman, which he is. You have a great family, which he does. I know his son. Great guy, Don Jr. And I've talked to Don, and Don's explained to me growing up how his father was. They weren't spoiled. He's got great kids. I don't know Ivanka, but she seems like a first-class act, a wonderful woman. And his wife seems amazing, too. So you got this guy. He has a top-rated TV show. He is a billionaire with a B. Throw anything you want at him, but the guy is successful in every way. He is an international icon rock star. And all the Democrats love him before he gets into politics because they want his money. They want his support. But I... And I'm guessing on this because I've never met President Trump. I imagine he was sitting back looking at all this going, you know, the country is spinning out of control. It's going in the wrong way. I see this cold civil war brewing and I got to get involved. I can't sit back and just be comfortable. So President Trump throws his hat in the race. And when he does, he is mocked. He is attacked by the same entertainment complex that once asked him to go to interview after interview that wanted to be around him. The people that once sucked up to him decided, oh no, this sucks. We can't have him getting in there because we can't control him. So the Democrat media complex, because they're both joined at the dysfunctional hip, go on full mode attack. And then they laugh. He's not going to get elected. He's not going to get elected. And he did. He got the Republican nomination and he went against Hillary Clinton, the worst candidate the Democrats have ever put forward in the history of our country. And President Trump was elected. And the media and the Democrats and a lot of Republicans went crazy. That can't happen. They went after our president in every way. So you can imagine he's in the White House now, and they're still beating on him, making up things. And now they're trying to undermine his presidency. I imagine that probably upset him a little bit. I imagine he probably said a few things that he wished he didn't say, but he didn't act on them because we do that sometimes. Man, I should fire that guy. Or I think in in his advisors go, no, Mr. President, I don't think that's a good idea. And you know what? He listened to him and said, yeah, you're probably right. Just ignore me. I'm just blowing off steam. Have you ever said something you didn't mean? Man, if I was held to account for everything I said that I didn't act on, I think we'd all be in prison. This is Dr. Keith Rosen for Jim Logo on 1360 KKTX. News Radio 1360 KKTX. Lago in the morning. Here is guest host, Dr. Keith Rose. This is Dr. Keith Rosen for Jim Lago 1360 KKTX, and we're talking about... A cold civil war. We're talking about what is happening now with the Mueller report, how everyone is jumping on the bandwagon. They have shifted from collusion to obstruction. Brian and I played last week the um, montage from the media where they went out and said it's the beginning of the end. It was the beginning of the end. Trump is going to go down. And they've been saying that for the past two years. In fact, they've been saying that ever since 
he became president and before actually. You see, they don't want President Trump. When I say they, I'm talking about the faceless bureaucrats, the media Democrat con- uh, complex that just want to sabotage this election, sabotage this administration so it can't move forward. What I think is truly miraculous the day after Easter is the fact that this administration has gotten so much done and how successful they have been, but no one wants to talk about it. You see, you can't have a cold civil war unless you can pump up the propaganda. And how do you do that? You pump up the propaganda when you have a media that is so far in the tank that they don't report the news, but create the narrative. I mean, I would put to you that what is the only organism or system that doesn't have a negative feedback loop? Because I'm a doctor, I'm a scientist. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction in nature. It, It maintains entropy. It maintains the system. But the media is no longer the negative feedback loop. They no longer comfort the afflicted and afflict the comforted. No. They support this ideology. They have gone in full progressive. In fact, right now, it's consequent. I mean, this loop, this system that we're looking at, this media Democrat system, its consequences are so uncoupled from its actions, it proliferates at the expense of anything and everything in its path, mainly the truth. It's not a cancer, even though both are very similar. Cancer eventually kills the host. Host. It's not a parasite, but that's a good guess if you look at the media. But it's our political system, and the media have been supporting it. A feedback loop was set in place back at the birth of our nation. Co-equal branches in the notion of sacred honor. So when we had the Constitution, we had a feedback loop into this system. But now this political system or this organism, this media Democrat complex has slowly evolved and realized that they do not have to follow a feedback loop. If they can convince the host, that's a nation, that the actual negative feedback was unfair, racist, incorrect or incorrectly interpreted. There's no there there. It's not what is is. When that happens, you get full metastasis, and that brings us to our current politicians in Washington, D.C., or the swamp. That's why we're in a cold civil war. It is not the definition, it is not what the definition of is is, but whatever they want the definition of anything to be. And by the way, be sure to pay all your taxes and abide by all the regulations that are spit out at a rate that the actual politicians themselves are not even aware of. This country is sick. And President Trump was elected to put us back on the right course. But we have a conga line of failures from a failed administration that are elevated on the platform of public opinion by this Pravda-like media that toes the well-choreographed line to promote the progressive agenda. Media doesn't report the news. They spout the progressive propaganda. What makes the media and pop culture heroes, actors, athletes, reality stars, the harbingers of truth and rational thought? G.K. Chesterton once observed that one should never argue with a madman because, he quotes, it is extremely probable that you will get the worst of it. For in many ways, his mind moves all the quicker for not being delayed by things that go with good judgment. I would say never argue with an ideological liberal. Or a madman. 
because I think they're both the same. There is no way to have a rational discussion because their liberal minds are unencumbered by logic, facts, and rational thought. They can easily flow along the lines of their ideology without any of the roadblocks that come from the facts of history, experience, and scholarship. And that's what you're seeing today. That's why we have this report. And it's not only why we have this report, but that's why you have these conga line of freaks in the media that are jumping all over it. Because this report was designed for one thing. And I've been saying this since the special prosecutor was even mentioned that he was going to be um, appointed. And that is they wanted to impeach or impede this president and this president's administration. But we're not going to let it happen. Not on our watch. We're going to stand up. We're going to speak truth. We're going to speak to history and experience. And we're going to stand with our president. This is Dr. Keith Rosen for Jim Lago on 1360 KKTX. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.